Hello, welcome to Block 101. So today's episode, how to keep your fans engaged, how to survive through these very testing and troubling times that we're seeing. Um, things seem to be getting worse, clearly. Uh, very weird weekend just gone. Uh, obviously, I'm not sure when you're going to hear this. Um, so this weekend that's just passed, we had uh, for the first time uh, a pretty much a blanket ban or a suspension, if you like, on football, uh, apart from non-league. Uh, steps one and two of non-league, the National League and the North and South, uh, matches still went ahead, uh, which I have mixed feelings about, if I'm really honest. We had originally, I think, 11 matches, 12 matches uh, scheduled for the weekend. That went down to initially then seven, which then went down to five, and then down to four that actually got played Um due to sort of later developments and suspensions of those matches as well. Um, obviously, some pretty big attendances over the weekend as well, um, which, uh, you know, for me kind of defeats the the, the purpose of, of putting a suspension in place. Uh, potentially, you know, short-term financial benefits for some of those clubs, but the question has to be asked, what are the long-term implications? Uh, and maybe, maybe there aren't any, maybe there are, we'll see. Um, so I've got real mixed feelings on that, but that's probably a podcast for another day. Um, so let's talk about the implications of this, because what we've seen uh, so far is, like we said, you know, Premier League, Football League, uh, all matches suspended for a period of time. Um Definitely steps three and four of non-league also have gone down the same route. Question is here, you know, should the governing bodies be stepping up, being uh, taking a little bit more responsibility maybe and just putting that, you know, blanket in place for everybody? Not entirely sure what's so different about the, the higher levels of non-league versus the lower levels. You know, you've still got a collection of people. You could even argue there are higher attendances at some of the National League clubs than a lot of clubs that you get in, in League Two. Um, so this is going to be a challenge for, for many clubs. Uh, you know, if we see matches suspended for a period of time, if we see, um, you know, the, the season's coming to an early end, um, there are lots of potential matches that may never get played. Obviously, clubs rely on the cash that comes through from people attending matches, not only from ticket sales, which is obviously a big area of interest for me, but also for things like food and beverage, you know, merchandise sales on the day. Um, and this is, is all potentially lost revenue for clubs. Um, so I've got five things here that may help you if you're involved with a, a club at the lower levels uh, to try and keep your fans engaged, uh, to try and help the club to survive financially maybe even thrive. You know, I'm always a big fan of taking uh, difficult situations and trying to turn them into an opportunity, trying to make the best out of the situation that you can, um, which, you know, when we're staring at what we've got ahead of us is going to be a big challenge. Uh, but one, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it my best shot, let's say. Uh, we're definitely not going to roll over and, and just let it overcome us. Um, so let's get into some of this. So uh, first one for me, number one, and I think this now more than ever is going to be so, so important, and it's about creating content. If you are from uh, a, a non-league football club, you know, 
content creation now becomes even more important for you than ever before. And to be fair, lots and lots of clubs are already very, very good at content creation. They do really uh, amazing work uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, engaging with fans, um, keeping people sort of engaged in between matches. If there's going to be a long period of time where fans aren't going to be coming to the ground, you know, fans aren't going to forget about their football club, but equally, they're going to want to hear from their club. So what does that mean? So, you know, if you look at just this weekend that's gone, there's been some fantastic initiatives by social media teams from, from clubs at all levels. You know, we saw clubs playing each other at noughts and crosses. We saw clubs playing each other at Connect Four. Uh, Leighton Orient, I think it was, they got the fans to select a team and play the game that they were meant to be playing on Football Manager and then showed clips from the game. Awesome. Things like this, you know, things that keep fans involved uh, is going to be critical at this point. And while someone may argue, well, that's not going to make us money right now. No, it doesn't make you money right now, but it keeps you in mind. It keeps you um, engaged with your fan base and it creates that connection. And when you've got that connection, people will spend more money. Um, I don't think there's any sort of just get money in the bank instantly tactics that could be used in these sorts of situations. There are definitely things that will help, but nothing that's going to replace your gate income, nothing that's going to replace the money that people will spend on food and drink when they're at the ground. But the best thing I believe clubs can do now is ensure that they are still engaging with the fan base. Maybe it could be things like behind the scenes footage with players. If training sessions are still happening, maybe you know some filming around the training session without giving too much away. It may be Q and A's or lives, you know, Facebook lives, Instagram lives with players. Um, giving people that kind of sense of connection with the club uh, and still keeping them involved, still showing them what's going on, uh, I think now more than ever becomes really, really important. Um, so for me, content creation, you know, like I said, lots of clubs do a really good job of this already. I do think the focus on this now is going to be more important than ever, just because if people can't come to the club every week, you know, people are going to be itching to know what's going on. You know, what are the club up to? What players are coming and going? You know, how are, how are the players doing? Um, you know, non-league in particular, there's a real sort of personal connection, I think, between the fans and the players. It's, it's one of the, the few levels of the game where you can watch, you know, your favourite player for 90 minutes and then go and have a chat with them after the game, you know, outside the ground, in the bar afterwards or whatever. Um, and this means a lot to the people that go to these, these matches. So making sure as a club you're still facilitating that connection, I believe, is going to be really, really important. So uh, number two, um, I think, you know, obviously there's going to be a big gap in, in financials and in revenue coming in. Uh, that's not to say that nothing will come in at all. So uh, this is where e-commerce becomes a huge thing. You know, if people are talking about the, the nation being in quarantine at some point. And if that happens, what, what's going to happen? People are going to be indoors. They're going to be bored really quickly. And what do we tend to do when we're bored? Some of us, we spend money. A lot of us, we spend money. Um, so now is a, you know the time to make sure that from an e-commerce point of view, you've got your merchandise ready and available to buy online. It may well be you set up you know donation pages. You know we've we've done this for some clubs before where you know they've needed help from fans. Um, we did one recently for pitch covers, and we helped the club to, to raise hundreds of pounds towards buying pitch covers when we were having all of this uh, this stormy weather. Um, you know, it's 
one of these things that can be uh, a great source of revenue um, and particularly now at this time, you know, if we are going to be in a situation where people are going to be at home, they're going to be bored, they're looking for things to buy, making sure you've got a nice fully stocked merchandise site, uh, again, becomes really, really important. So, you know, again, a lot of clubs will already have this in place. Uh, if you don't, or you're thinking about it, or you think, oh, it's not really for us, it's not something that we, I don't think we'd sell a sell an awful lot, don't leave it to chance. Give it a try. I guarantee you, you know, if people are going to be away from the club for a while, they're going to want to buy things that, you know, remind them of, of what it's like to be a fan, remind them of, you know, of all the good feeling they've got towards the club. So make it easy for people to transact with you. So merchandise, I believe, e-commerce in particular is going to be huge uh, if we are in a situation where, you know, people are going to be away from the club for, for prolonged periods. Um, the next one, a little bit niche. I've seen this a few times though, so I thought it'd be worth going into the list. So number three, um, and this may not be applicable to every club in fairness, uh, but you may well be able to uh, sell tickets for matches that never got played. So what do I mean by this? So I've, I've seen this a few times. Uh, I won't name clubs or or probably not good for me to name events either where I've, I've seen and, and done this. Um, but quite often... Um, it's not uncommon, as many people listening from the ticketing industry will know. Uh, it's common for, in terms of turnarounds to next game, sometimes you have to print tickets in advance for matches that you're not entirely sure will happen. That's probably the best way I can say it without actually saying it. Um, and so we've had to do this a few times at Kaizen as well, where we've had clubs in, the, for example, in cup competitions, where if they win... You know, the next game is is sometimes a matter of a few days away. Um, and, you know, you can take the, the superstition element and say, oh, we're not going not gonna to print anything until we know we're, we're definitely in it. But you also have to overlay that with some operational common sense, I always like to say. Um, and, you know, let's put superstition to one side. If operationally uh, you know that you you need to get on sale the following morning with physical tickets, maybe an allocation of tickets to the team that's coming to visit you, for example. Um, it's much, much better to be prepared, to be ready and to have that in place. Um, and when we've done that in the past and on occasion, the clubs that we've done this for haven't made it to the next round, we've then got, you know, a few thousand tickets for a game that never actually existed, never actually happened. It wasn't played. Um, and in a couple of cases, Clubs have sold those tickets to fans, to collectors, uh, and they've become collector's items. Um, and, you know, there's a, a very famous cup competition many, many years ago that used to go to a replay if um, if the final wasn't settled on the day. Uh, and I remember, you know, again, there were, there were tons of tickets for that replay, that potential replay that was always printed and rarely ever used. And again, you know, if people... Um, ever got hold of those tickets and you know I know people that have got those tickets they're worth a lot of money uh, they become collector's items because they're, they're very rare uh, there's a real talking point around some of those tickets um, so it may well be that you know if you're a slightly larger non-league club and you've printed a load of tickets for your future games and these games may not happen you know don't just chuck them in the bin there will be someone or a, a lot of people prepared to pay some money for them, to hold on to them, to keep them as collector's items in the future. As crazy as that sounds, this happens. This happens a lot. Um, there is a market out there for something like that. And in these times, if we're talking about, you know, 
creating revenue uh, in challenging times, we have to look at all of these options. So a little bit of a niche one, that one won't be for everybody, but there's definitely something in there. Um, so last couple, uh, so number four on my notes here, um, very, very simple message. Get your season tickets on sale if you haven't already. This is probably the most simple one to put into action. Uh, you know, as I'm recording this, we've got three clubs already that are now selling season tickets for uh, for next season. Um, you know, probably all, they've all gone a little bit earlier than normal. Those three, we've got another two going on next week as well. And I'm sure we'll have the rest or a lot of the existing clients that we work with going on sale soon after that because, you know, again, we have to think about ways of getting revenue into the club sooner. Um, so if this is going to, again, season ticket revenue isn't necessarily going to replace all of your, your match income and your food and beverage income, but it is going to help in the short term to create income whilst nothing's happening if we're in that situation. So getting your season tickets on sale uh, becomes more of a priority. Um, it's a, you know, a big source of revenue for clubs uh, further down the leagues. Normally, you know, March, April, that would be deemed as quite early for some non-league clubs to, to get back on sale with season tickets. I think this time, you know, it becomes more of a necessity. Um, so get your season tickets on sale. Um, you know, please use on online ways of, of selling as well. Don't expect people to come down to, to the club to buy their season ticket, especially with what's going on at the moment. Um you know, get them online, make it easy for people to purchase, make yourself accessible. Um, and, you know, I think you'll have a, a far greater rate of success, far greater take up by doing things that way. Um, and it could be a, a, you know, a bit of a stopgap in terms of some of the, the challenges that you might face in the next few months. Um, and then the last one, number five, leading on from that is, again, looking forward, looking to, to next season. Is it feasible to start selling matches for next season already now of course there's going to be a lot of uncertainty here in terms of well, what league are we going to be playing in you know you might be in a promotion hunt you might be in a relegation fight how do we know where we're going to be playing and that's a fair question um however i still believe it's going to be possible to sell tickets now even with the unknowns and the way that i'm proposing this to the clubs that we work with is through vouchers so you know sort of a gift voucher style sale you might want to bundle up two, three, four matches um, and maybe reduce the price slightly. And, you know, if you're charging £15 to get in, you might want to do a bundle that works out at £13 a ticket or something. So there's a little bit uh, of something in there for, for the person buying. And then you just simply redeem that voucher um, once you know what matches are available, where they, where they are, what league you're playing in, etc., etc. But again, it's another way of getting revenue into the club now. Um, you may well find that people buy these and then don't redeem them. So, you know, you, you're not necessarily taking a huge hit on potential revenue there. But I think done correctly, you know, limiting the number of vouchers that people can buy, being really clear about the rules around them. Obviously, you need to consider your season ticket holders as well. So, you know, you don't want to make it so easy to buy vouchers that I just won't renew my season ticket and I'll buy some vouchers instead because I only normally go to 10 games or so. You need to sort of take all of that into consideration. Um, but you can definitely do this online. I'd suggest doing it online because it's going to be a much easier way then to track how people redeem these vouchers. Um, but I do think, again, if, if revenue generation right now is the thing that you're trying to solve, then I do think this is quite a, a useful way of going forward. 
Um, so that's five things. So let me quickly summarize the five and then we'll wrap this one up. So number one, create content, 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 content. That is going to be so important for all clubs now in the next few months, keeping people engaged, keeping people thinking of you, making sure that that goodwill, that connection with the club isn't lost making sure you're always front of mind because this isn't going to last forever. People are going to want to, you know, as soon as it's possible for people to come back to, you know, going to watch their team again, you're probably going to see quite a big surge in your, in your, in your gate revenues again. You know, if people, if what I'm seeing and hearing in the media, they're talking about keeping people quarantined for four weeks, six weeks, who knows, you know, if people really can't go and watch a game for that long, as soon as they're allowed to go and do that again, the sales will go through the roof. But it's really important in the meantime to make sure that you are front of mind, you know, and, and people still know that you care. Uh, so content's going to be really important for you. Make sure you're selling merchandise. Make sure you're set up to sell merchandise. E-commerce is going to be massive for you, especially, you know, whilst people can't go anywhere. Um, it may well be that having a, a, you know, a straightforward donations page just to help the club to survive and keep going and paying players uh, in this time as well. That may well be something that you need to think about. Um, you could go down the route number three of, you know, tickets for matches that never actually happened. If we see leagues and, you know, suspended or, or um, just declared void, that would be crazy. I mean, can you imagine the, the number of tickets for matches that didn't get played in the season that never happened? Can you imagine the worth of those tickets in the future? There will be serious collectors out there that will want to, to buy these up now and, you know, potentially these things will be worth a lot of money in the future. Um, so if you've got tickets for matches printed that may not happen, don't throw them away. They may well be people ready to, to snap them up off you for a small fee. Um, get your season tickets on sale was number four, you know, slightly earlier than normal for most clubs at non-league level, but definitely worth thinking about. Bigger chunks of money may well help the club to get through a very sticky situation um, in the next few months. And then number five, gift vouchers, you know, selling voucher products that will allow people to redeem uh, entry to matches in the future for the following season. But taking the money in now, uh, again, may well help you to get through uh, some pretty testing times ahead, let's say. Cool. OK, so um, that's my five. Hopefully a few of those might be helpful for you. Uh, if I can help you in any way as we negotiate these difficult times, you know where to find me. Uh, grab me on LinkedIn, go to the Kaizen Ticketing website, drop me an email from there. I think our phone number's on there as well. If we can help you with any of this stuff, we'd be more than happy to. I do believe, you know, now is the time for us as, as sort of ticketing and merch service providers. It's the time for us to step up and really help clubs uh, to make sure that they can get through this because this is where, you know, we can really prove our value. And, and you know, if we can help a, a lot of clubs to survive through this, for me, we're doing our job well. So if I can help you at all, please get in touch. More than happy to have a chat and see what we can do to, to help you through this. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, as always, appreciate your support. And uh, until next time, take care. God bless. Keep washing your hands as well. Really important right now. And uh, I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.